Hey guys, it's Simmy, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as it's Friday, and that means tonight was Friday Night Smackdown. As far as tonight's Smackdown does go, I thought it was a really good show. I enjoyed all of tonight's Smackdown, thought everything on the show was really good, and yeah, also, also, you know what else has been good so far? I got it on on the screen over here on my left side, this Ring of Honor pay-per-view. This Ring of Honor Final Battle show has actually been really, really good. So if you haven't watched any of that, it's still going on right now. But if you haven't watched any of that, go check that out later. Right now they are doing the BCC versus FTR and Mark Briscoe. I haven't really been paying attention to this match. But every time I look over, someone's getting just smacked in the face. Punched in the face. Cracked with the forearm. So, yeah. All the other matches have been really good so far. Overall, I think this has been a really good show. I'm waiting for that main event. Athena versus Billy Starks. Also, we had the Jake Paul fight tonight where he knocked out Andre August in, what, 30 seconds, 30-something seconds left in the first round. So, kudos to, um, <clears throat> what's the word I'm looking for? Kudos to Jake Paul there. He said he was going to knock him out in the first round. He knocked Andre August out in the first round. Who did what he said he was going to do. Um, Edge Huerta says... Four matches, really? Four matches, but I think they were all given time. I want to say the shortest match was 10 minutes. Well, the Kabuki Warriors match only went like six and a half. That tag match. But everything else went past 10 minutes. We had a 13-minute match, a 14-minute match, a 10-minute match, and a six-minute match. So, when you do the math, 10, say 10 and a half minutes for the first match, six and a half, 13, and just sort of 15 45 minutes of wrestling on this show. So then when you say that an hour-long television show is really only 45 minutes, half of the show was wrestling. Half of tonight's show was in-ring action. So complaining there was only four matches, the matches got time. That's why. Again, when you time out a television show for an hour, 45 minutes. Or two hours, 45 minutes an hour with commercials. So 45 times two, it doesn't even matter. 45 times two is 90. You hit half of that is 45. 45 minutes of the show is wrestling. So half of the show was wrestling. If you don't count the commercials. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining us here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games. Free stuff for games, and you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, head over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. That way you know when we go live. Give it a thumbs up on this video, and hit that join button to become a channel member. Also finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, like Alan Wake 2, which in some eyes is game of the year. I think IGN may have game, game of the year. Whether you're getting Assassin's Creed Mirage, you're claiming the free game, which right now is 
Destiny 2 Legacy Collection, or you're getting stuff in Fortnite, Rocket League, or Fall Guys, use this code right here, PWUNLIMITED, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Yesterday, the Ninja Turtles, Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, Raphael, and I believe April O'Neil all dropped in Fortnite, both for Fortnite Fortnite and Fortnite Lego. So you get the Lego skins and the regular skins of all the Ninja Turtles. I'm going to be getting me some Michelangelo. So, yeah, I'm going to get that. And I'm going to use this code, P-W-U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D, for all Epic Games and Epic Game Store purchases. And give me one second. I just got a message about something. I may have some info on this WWE speed match that they ran before um, SmackDown tonight. But WWE has a new concept match that they're working on. And I may have got some new info on it. Give me one second. Um, let me just, uh, let me double check this message before I actually read it out loud. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, interesting. So, Before tonight's Friday Night SmackDown, they actually did a pre-show match. And on the screen, it said WWE Speed with a five-minute timer. Excuse me. Uh, I'm going to read this from Fightful. They state, it appears WWE is trying a new concept, possibly for a new show or pre-show attraction. Ahead of the December 15th episode of SmackDown, WWE ran two matches with, quote, WWE speed logos on the side of the ring. They also had them on the ring, on the um, big screen, and the uh, barricade as well. With wrestlers from Raw, NXT, and the free agent pool. WWE had matches that had a five-minute timer on them. Details and specifics of are details and specifics, as of now, are few and far between. But, pop quiz, hot shot, we have learned a little bit. NXT's Nathan Fraser took on WWE Raw's Bronson Reed in a quick match that saw Bronson Reed win. Free agent Cedric Alexander took on NXT's Axiom. Uh, Mark Briscoe's talking right now. Anyways, uh, we're told that Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick were on commentary, and the matches were filmed as if they were going to be broadcasted somewhere. Though, we've not heard of any specific plans as of yet. Previously, NXT talent working pre-show matches, WWE... uh, Previously, NXT talent working pre-show matches was usually reserved for the main event tapings ahead of Raw. There's no word on what happens if the matches go under 50 miles an hour, but hopefully Keanu Carver can get booked on the show to figure it out. I don't know why that's a dig at Keanu Carver, but yeah. Regardless, WWE is testing something. They did two matches tonight, and they were filmed with commentary. So we'll see where it all does lead to. Also, I don't know what's going on here, but uh, Mark Briscoe was just on the mic, and then the match continued. So, yeah. They're fighting in the crowd now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like uh, Dax just sprayed some beer in Moxley's face. As far as SmackDown does go, I was in the living room with my roommate, and we were trying to get the Jake Paul fight on, like the, the, 
the main card pre-show, whatever you want. The, the, the main card started at 4.30, so yeah, the main card. And I looked at my watch, I go, oh, crap, SmackDown started five minutes ago. What have I missed? I walk into my room, and Roman's still just barely not even in the ring yet. Roman's still heading towards the ring, and I go, oh, I didn't miss anything. So, good there. So Roman soaked in the fans before shouting, Green Bay, acknowledge me. Uh, the crowd complied, Reigns, then told everyone to shut their mouths. Reigns said that he wouldn't have done that if the crowd would have just kept the booze down. Roman said that this is the Christmas season and he's ready to celebrate. Reigns said that it's promotion season because he's a good boss and a fair tribal chief. Uh, do you want to say thank you to Mr. Pelon E805, subscribing 12 months as a channel member. He says, much respect to your channel, always on point. Thank you, Mr. Pelon E805. Roman will go on, follow it up by saying, tonight is about one man, a man who was bent over backwards and sacrificed everything and known what represents the family, what represents anything the family really means. Reigns said, if anything happened to him, this guy will become the new tribal chief. And Jimmy's behind him going, yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, and Heyman must have known because Heyman's looking at Jimmy like, what the, what the hell are you doing? Why are you celebrating? And so Jimmy takes his jacket off and he's all pumped and Roman's like, Jimmy. And he's like, yeah? Tell me I'm celebrating your brother who will be the next tribal chief, the tribal heir. And Jimmy's face just goes, what? And Roman goes over and hugs Solo. Jimmy looks disappointed as Roman comes back to the center of the ring. Roman began to talk from there, and he was interrupted by Randy Orton. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Moxley's got a fork. They just put thumbtacks on a table. And Mark Briscoe just came out with a ladder covered in barbed wire. Okay. This match turned into what I thought it was. It started as a normal. Here we go. Six-man tag, tag in and out. And then maybe what Mark Briscoe said on the mic, I didn't hear, turned into just an all-out brawl. Moxley is forking the eye of Dax Harwood right now. Literally, he's, oh, now he's sticking it in his ear. Now Moxley's sticking it in his ear. So we got, we got these guys paired off. It's Mox and Dax. It's Claudio and Briscoe. And it is um, Cash and Danielson. Oh, no. Claudio's on that ladder. He's bridged on the ladder with barbed wire. Oh, is he going to do a froggy bow from the top rope to the floor? Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I don't know if you guys... Yeah, I'm, we're going to watch this for a second. We're, we're going to live react. I don't do this much. But Mark is ble... Oh, no. Nope, there we go. Oh! So Mox got on the apron, hit Mark with the chair, that pushed Mark off the top rope. He did a front flip uh, onto the ladder... The chair broke that the ladder was sitting on, and Claudio moved, so Claudio saved. Danielson's eye patch has been torn off, and he's bleeding from right above the bad eye, if we're to believe it's really bad. I think it might be fake. I think it may be fake injury. Anyways, back to SmackDown. Randy Orton came out. Go to break, and then we come back. When the show returned, Orton was climbing up the ring steps to get into the ring, so he took his time. Orton took a few seconds to speak as the crowd chanted his name. Orton said for 18 months, 
He had been thinking of this moment and what he'd have to do and say. Orton said that the only thing he really needed to say to Roman is that he's coming for Roman. Roman said that he didn't care which one of his family members had to go through. He had to, they had, Randy had to go through to get the job done. Orton challenged Reigns to a universal title match at the Royal Rumble. The crowd chanted Randy's name again. Reigns smiled. The crowd broke into an RKO chant. Reigns said by the sounds of the fans, Orton deserves the title shot. Reigns said while Orton has been thinking of Reigns, Reigns hasn't thought of Orton at all. Reigns said that Orton can, quote, go back to the back of the line where you belong. Randy then told, Roman then told Randy to listen to the voices in his head because it isn't 2007 anymore and Roman is on a different level. Roman said Randy's voices were telling Randy that Randy should get out of the ring and run away now. Reigns said that Orton will never come back if he faces him again. He said, you thought 18 months was long? Just think what I'm going to do to you next time. Orton then said, yeah, we have changed. You have changed into a legend. I have changed too, but the one thing that hasn't changed is they call me the legend killer. He said, quote, the one thing Randy Orton will always and forever be is a legend killer. Basically saying, Roman, you've become a legend, and I'm going to kill your legend. Orton then teased going for an RKO. Roman tried to run away, and he fell down. Orton then said, oh, looks like you might be a little scared, are you? Orton said that he was getting something from the voices in his head. Quote, Roman might have just crapped his pants. Randy then got up to leave and said, oh, yeah, one last thing I got to tell you. Uh, Daddy's back. And the segment ended. Oh, that was a good segment. I thought it was really good, especially when Randy came out and we had the Randy Orton-Roman Reigns interaction. So, overall, solid. This then led to the first match of the night. It went 10 and a half minutes. It was Carmelo Hayes and Grayson Waller in a U.S. title number one contender tournament match. And they played a video from Logan Paul that was like, oh, I heard this new guy is going to be in the tournament. Carmelo who? Who's the guy? I don't even know who this guy is anyways. So, he really put over that... Carmelo Hayes is a nobody, which, and I could be wrong here, makes me think Carmelo might be winning this tournament. I think Carmelo Hayes might win it all. Um, yeah, Paul called him Carmelo who and a random guy. As for the match, Hayes and Waller locked up early. Hayes landed a nice-looking dropkick to get the advantage. As Hayes was working Waller's arm, Waller spun around and hit a right jab to Hayes' head to try and gain control. But Hayes came right back with some strong chops. Waller slowed things down with a side, lo- uh, side headlock. And before long, Hayes worked his way back with a kick and a fadeaway. Waller rolled to the outside, rolled back in, and Hayes clotheslined Waller over the top to the outside, rise the show into a commercial break. As the show returned, Waller was working a headlock on Hayes in the middle of the ring. Turns out Waller landed a double stomp during the break to take control. Waller hit a rolling flatliner for a two after Hayes tweaked his knee. Hayes fought back and bit and hit a bunch of punches. Um, He then finally hit a face buster and got a two off of it. Hayes went to the top, but Waller cut him off and landed some weird offense, like a flipping face plant kind of thing. Not really sure what it is. Hayes fought back with a kick and a springboard DDT for a good close near fall. Waller went for another rolling move, but Hayes countered with the first 48. Hayes then went to the top, landed the nothing but net, and pinned Grayson Waller to win the match and move on to the second round of the tournament. So, I thought this was actually a really good match. 
I thought these two worked really well together, and I liked it. I liked the match. Randy Orton's backstage ran into LA Knight, who noted how the bloodline numbers can work against Orton later. Orton said that he and Knight are good to keep it that way. Knight, Knight should uh, stay out of Orton's way, he said. Knight then reminded Orton that if there's one man to take everything away from Reigns, it's going to be L.A. Knight, and then Knight walked away. Kevin Owens' music hit, and Owens began to walk down to the ring for his match. Also, uh, I think Claudio just went through a table. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, I almost botched that. So, Dax had Moxley on the apron set up for a, a pile driver. He went to jump off the apron to go through the table and kind of missed. Like, they kind of hit, like, the edge of the table. And the table had thumbtacks on it as well. Now it's Brian and uh, Briscoe in the ring, and there's a mountain of chairs in the ring, too. Anywho, Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory in a match for the U.S. title tournament. Number one contenders tournament, actually. So Logan Paul cut another picture-in-picture promo during Theory's entrance. Paul said Owens dresses like a fifth grader, and Owens should stitch sleeves back onto his shirt because he's essentially looking stupid. As for the match, Owens took control early with the headlock and an arm drag. Or as Jericho would say, arm drag! Uh, this turned into Owens working over Theory's arm. The two traded blows until Owens landed a senton and sold his broken hand. Theory rolled to the outside, and the two fought on the apron until Owens kicked Theory to the floor. Owens then hit a cannonball and rolled Theory back into the ring. Excuse me, rolled him back into the ring. Oh, Jay Driller on a chair to Danielson. One, two, three. Mark pins Danielson with a Jay Driller on a chair. Uh, Theory was on the apron, and Theory hit a neck breaker all over the top rope. The two then fought on the apron, and Theory suplexed Owens on the apron and jawed at him as the show went to a commercial break. The show returned, and the two were battling on the top until Owens headbutted Theory to the mat. Owens then landed a frog splash and stalled before a pin attempt to sell his hand. Also, Corey Graves goes, Grayson Waller should know better. You don't try to superplex uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens always fights out of it, and then you take the worst of it. Oh, who is that with thumbtacks all on their back? Dax? Dax's back is covered in thumbtacks. Um, Owens then went back to the top and tried for a senton, but Theory got his knees up. He got a two off of it. Theory then fired up and stomped on Owens. Theory ran at Owens, and Owens got a boot. From there, Owens stomped a mud hole in Theory. Owens landed a shoulder block in a DDT, which was good enough for a two. Owens hit a super kick for a two. Owens then went to the top and cut Theory off with a springboard Spanish fly. Theory then went for a superplex, but Owens countered into his pa uh, package suplex. Oh, this is where, never mind, this is where Corey Graves made the reference. A package suplex of his own. Theory rolled to the outside, and that's where Corey Graves said, you don't try to superplex Kevin Owens, it never works. Owens then got a two after he threw um, Waller back into the ring. Theory then... Punched Owens over the guardrail, though. Theory returned. Wait, I wrote this weird. Owens barely beat the count. Oh, so Theory hit in the in the crowd. Punched Owens. The ref started counting. He didn't see it. And then Owens barely beat the count to get back into the match. Owens ran into a punch and a rolling blockbuster for a near fall. He then went to the top again, and Owens pushed Theory. Put Theory 
Oh, no, Waller. I don't know why I keep writing theory. Put Waller in a tree of woe. No, 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 no. It is theory. I'm all kinds of messed up. He fought Austin Theory, not Grayson Waller. Owens followed this up with a cannonball and a swanton bomb from the top, but only got a near fall off of it. Owens then went for a stunner, but Theory caught Owens and kicked Owens in the head. He also kicked him in the hand as well. The two went to the outside, and Theory rammed Owens' hand into the ring post before stomping on Owens' hand um, onto the ring steps. Ultimately, though, Theory ran at Owens, and Owens responded with a punch with a cast. I guess it's a cast. It's more of a brace. That kind of knocked out Theory, threw him back into the ring, and there we go. He pinned him one, two, three. So, yeah. Kevin Owens beats Austin Theory, and next week, Kevin Owens will be facing Carmelo Hayes. That should be a really good match. Roman Reigns was shown backstage, and Roman was angry that Randy Orton broke up their celebration. Jimmy mocked Solo Sokoa for being the tribal heir. Roman said, if Jimmy can handle Orton later, Jimmy can have anything he wanted. Jimmy then goes, yeet. And Roman's like, looks right at him. And Jimmy just goes, uh, no yeet. I like that a lot. That was a good, clever spot. He says yeet. Roman's like, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, no, no yeet. We got a carrying cross vignette. I guess he's getting a push. According to Sean Ross Sapp, this could lead to something with AJ Styles. I don't know. But there was supposed to be some big Easter egg. Maybe with that shadowy figure that we saw in this. <clears throat> Kevin Owens was walking backstage and walked into Carmelo Hayes, who said he only wanted to punch Austin Theory the way Owens did. Owens ran into Kayla Braxton, and she asked Owens about facing Hayes in the next match. Hayes walked into frame, and Hayes says that he has a ton of respect for Kevin Owens. Hayes said that he needs this tournament and walked away. So, yeah, cool. Uh, back at the commentary desk, Kevin Patrick announced that Charlotte Flair is injured and will be out for possibly nine months as she sustained a knee injury last week in the match with Asuka. This really stinks. This really sucks. Charlotte's going to be out for a very long time. Nine months would keep her out till January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Like September time. There's a good chance she doesn't make Mania. Good chance we don't get Charlotte at WrestleMania. So here's to a speedy recovery to the Queen, 14-time world champion. And hopefully we see Charlotte back sooner rather than later. Moving forward, it was the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane, against Michin and Zelina Vega. I thought this match was better than expected. Michin and Vega attacked Sane and Asuka during their entrance and then threw them into the ring. Quickly, the show went to a commercial break, like 30, 45 seconds in. When the show returned, Sane and Asuka had control, working over Michin on the outside. Back in the ring, Sane hit a running elbow on Meechin before following this up with a flying forearm and got a two off of it. Asuka tagged in and she landed with and she Asuka tagged in along with Sane and they landed a double team move and they got a two off of it. Asuka worked Meechin's arm. Asuka then slapped Meechin and went for a back fist, but Meechin countered into a roll up for a two. Meechin then hit a suplex and even uh, though Sane tagged in, got the hot tag to Vega. Excuse me. Vega then ran in and worked over Sane before landing a running knee and got a two off of it. 
Vega then hit a hammerlock DDT and fired up the crowd. Vega set it for a 619, but Sane came back with the back fist. Asuka tagged in and worked the Asuka lock. But Vega countered into a pin. Vega then tagged in Michin, and Michin hit a headbutt. And what I assume is her finisher. Sane, Sane then broke it all up. On the outside, Sane slammed Vega on the announce desk. Inside the ring, Michin fired up, but Asuka... Or, but no. Yeah, Michin fired up, and Dakota Kai distracted the referee. So Bailey would run down, push Michin off the top rope. Sane then tagged and hit the insane elbow and got the pin. So there we go. Kabuki Warriors picking up the win. Bailey also did a promo earlier saying that she's going to be in the Rumble, and stuff like injuring Charlotte is why she created damage control. Also, it looks like next week's. Dynamite is titled Tournament for Tots. It's got, they did a graphic where it said, um, Continental, it said AEW Dynamite, Continental Classic Tournament for Tots. Because they're doing a Toys for Tots thing. But I don't think they're raising money for Toys for Tots. They're going to do like last year, Tony Khan's just going to donate $100,000 or something. So yeah. The Jimmy Uso shown backstage talking to Solo Sokoa. Jimmy said that something didn't feel right and things felt a little set up. Jimmy asked Solo if he would Jimmy, wait, Jimmy asked Solo if he would Jimmy that something was going to happen to him. I wrote that weird. Solo then said, I'm your brother. And that was the end of it. Like, he thought they were setting him up, Jimmy. And Solo's basically like, no, I'm not setting you up for anything. We got a Santos Escobar promo. Escobar talked about Rey Mysterio and ripped away Escobar, how Rey whipped away Escobar's chance at the U.S. title. And then it then set up his match between he and Bobby Lashley for next week. There's a Bobby Lashley promo. Lashley was flanked by the Street Profits. Lashley talked about facing Escobar. Montez Ford chimed in, saying Escobar has no chance against Lashley. Lashley then said Escobar is standing in his way. So there we go. Uh, next week, we got a couple of matches announced. Carla Hayes will take on Kevin Owens, and Lashley, Bobby Lashley, will take on Santos Escobar in second-round tournament matches. Dragon Lee will defend the NXT North American Championship against Butch. And then we've got all of Damage Control, Bailey, Asuka, Kyrie, and Io taking on Michin, Lena Vega, Shotzi, and Bianca Belair in what they called like a holiday street fight thing. Hold on. They called it a Holiday Havoc 8-woman tag. And also, most of SmackDown should be filmed by now. When did they announce a Eddie Kingston match for this show? Eddie Kingston's wrestling on this show. When was this match announced? Okay. He's fighting one of the workhorsemen guys. Sure. Because this ain't just super random means nothing. So we go to our main event of SmackDown. Randy Orton versus Jimmy Uso in a 14 and a half minute match. Orton worked over Jimmy with some kicks and punches to begin the match. Jimmy then went to the outside and signaled for a timeout as the show went to a commercial break. Back from the break, Orton had the upper hand after he slammed Jimmy onto the commentary table twice. Orton then got Jimmy in the corner and landed a series of punches on Jimmy's head. Eventually, Jimmy took control with an enziguri and a hip attack on Orton in the corner. 
Jimmy returned the punches in the corner for favor until Orton cut him off with a thumb to the eye. Orton then set up for a draping DDT, but Jimmy instead uh, body dropped Orton to the outside. Orton landed hard on his uh, knee, and commentary's like, oh, that didn't look good for Orton landing hard on his knee. He sold it pretty well, but I think he's okay. From there, the show into its final commercial break of the night, and the show returned, and Uso still had control until he ran into a series of clotheslines. Orton landed a snap power slam, and the Usos found himself on the found and Uso found himself on the apron only for Orton to finally hit that draping DDT. And I love Corey Graves on commentary. Orton sets up for the draping DDT and he goes, I'm gonna give it to you. Take it away, Michael Cole. He hits the DDT and you hear, Oh, vintage Randy Orton. Orton then set up for an RKO, but Sokoa's music would hit, and Sokoa walked to the ring. But then LA Knight's music would hit, and LA Knight ran out and attacked Sol Sokoa while Jimmy looked on. Orton then hit an RKO and pinned him to pick up the victory. After the, mi- after the match, Knight walked to the ring. Roman Reigns attacked Knight from behind. Orton hyped himself up while Roman stood in the entryway. Roman got into the ring, and Reigns and Orton brawled until Jimmy helped Roman. Knight then helped Orton, but Solo came in and had the advantage for the bloodline. All of a sudden, the music of AJ Styles would hit. Roman's looking up the ramp, telling him to come on, tell him to come get some. All of a sudden, AJ's on the apron. Roman turns around. AJ springboards off the apron. Phenomenal forearm to the tribal chief. Roman and the bloodline retreat up the ramp. And it's Randy Orton, LA Knight, and AJ Styles in the ring. Randy and and Knight are up against the the ropes looking down at um, Roman and them. And AJ grabs Knight, spins him around, and boom, clotheslines him. Orton's looking at him like, the hell was that for? Why did you do that? What the, what the, what the, what? AJ's looking jacked as all hell. He then jumps off the apron, walks straight past Roman like he's nothing. And there we go. Also, maybe nothing, maybe something. AJ in all black. AJ wearing all black. I think AJ's going heel. I think we're getting a heel AJ Styles. But that was Friday Night Smackdown. A really, really good episode of SmackDown. With that, let's throw the poll up here on Twitch really fast. What did you think of SmackDown? I liked it. It was all right. I didn't like it. We'll go there, vote, and we'll check the other polls while we wait for you guys to vote on Twitch. So as far as the X poll does go. Eighty-six percent liked tonight's SmackDown. Thirteen percent thought it was just alright. Nobody disliked it. That's good to see. As far as the YouTube community poll does go, another big one. Eighty-three percent. Like tonight's SmackDown, 11% thought it was just all right, and 6% didn't like it. Person says, uh, when Carmella Hayes moves up to the main roster, should he go to SmackDown? Do you want him on SmackDown, or should he go to Raw? That's a good question. I say SmackDown. Um, Return of AJ Styles tonight, correct. This person says, Zoe Stark will be at SmackDown tapings, in which will be taped tonight. And we'll, okay, I'm not doing any spoilers here. I don't know about Zoe Stark being on the show. 
don't know where you got that info either. Um, what? This person's dumb. AJ Styles might cost Rey Mysterio that match at another SmackDown event on Friday. What are you talking about? AJ and Ray? Person says anytime LA Knight gets beat up is a good night. And this person says they give it an 8 out of 10. As far as the YouTube live poll does go, 83% liked the show. 15% thought it was just all right. And 2% didn't like it. Finally, looking over on the Twitch poll, everybody that voted liked the show. With that, guys, that is going to wrap everything up. I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. I'm going to go watch the rest of this Ring of Honor pay-per-view because I really want to see the main event once it comes on. Um, Athena defending the Women's Championship against Billy Starks. And then I might stream some Fortnite later. Check out the Ninja Turtle stuff and whatnot. So keep it locked right here on YouTube. Keep it locked over right here on Twitch or twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. With that, guys, have a great night, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.